0: So Netflix is definitely money laundering, right? <laughs> what? They just released like a $130 million movie with Gal Gadot and like, I just heard about it yesterday and it's out. <laughs> oh, that's the, um,
1: uh, 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 like James Bondy. Yeah, movie. like Har- Heart of Stone. Heart of Stone. I heard it got critically panned. Like everyone's like, this isn't a real movie. Uh, money laundering. It's <laughs> yeah, the only, it's the only solution. Like it's it doesn't make any sense i don't understand netflix's idea of big budget movie no marketing because they did this with the gray man they did this with everything and that was they like make. 200 million
0: name something netflix has marketed stranger things wednesday that's it <laughs> that's the only thing they've ever marketed in their lives glass onion glass onion sure house of cards
1: back when it was a thing mm-hmm. i don't get this method me neither. Do you think they actually have a marketing department, or they just say intern?
0: Tweet La- Wednesday. Last time they had a marketing department, they made the poster for cuties, so they probably got rid of all of them. <laughs>
1: oh, holy! Shit.
0: And by the way, that person was fired. I do know
1: that. Yeah, the person who made that poster. Yeah, fair,
0: fair for sure. Yeah. <sighs>
1: Well, speaking of Gal Gadot, she's all over the news this week. <laughs> she
0: is. She is. Oh, and we're going to use that to boy. dive into our main story here. So how today's show is going to work, guys. Uh, we have one main topic we're going to dive into, and then we have a couple B-roll stories to catch you up on. And then, of course, we'll dive into my favorite part, the box office. But we'll get to that later. Um, let's dive into the whole Gal Gadot DC thing, shall we? Let's do it. So, in speaking of Heart of Stone, uh, while doing press, which was shot before the strikes, mm-hmm. um. She straight up said like, "Yeah, no, no. Um I'm still Wonder Woman, y'all. Just letting you guys know. Like it's it's still me." And then people were like, "Oh, like kind of shocked by that cuz you know the whole DC reboot that's been going on." And then she did it again later and was like, "Yeah, yeah no. Like I had a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran and they said, "We love you. We're going to develop Wonder Woman 3 together. Like mm-hmm. we're going to work on it together. Like I'm last time I talked to them, things are going fucking great." Paraphrasing, of course. Yeah. And then Of course, we haven't heard anything from James Gunn about it, but people started to be like, um, is this really happening? And then Variety and Collider both come out with stories saying, hey, Wonder Woman 3 is not happening. I don't know what she's on about, but Wonder Woman 3 is definitely not happening. And then people started going, running with that as, yo, Gal Gadot's lying that they never had a meeting and they never, you know. Blah, blah, blah. And then people started doing deep dives on the internet to discover, no, 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 James Gunn himself said they did have a meeting mm-hmm. and that they did talk about her continuing as Wonder Woman. And then if you go back and read the Variety article, all it really says is that Wonder Woman 3 is not happening. That doesn't mean Gal Gadot's finished as Wonder Woman. But we still don't have any fucking answers. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> That's all we want to know.
1: This feels like the time when um they cast michael keaton in spider-man homecoming yes <laughs> and all you kept getting was michael keaton cast as main villain in spider-man homecoming
0: yeah
1: and then you get another article vulture will be the main villain of spider-man homecoming but and then they never connected the two until the movie yeah
0: came they out. never ever would say or release that michael keaton was playing yeah. the vulture
1: and they're like yes we are making a wonder woman movie yeah yes gal gadot is still wonder woman
0: <laughs> yeah, and so like the the Variety article goes on to say like they're still developing their Paradise Lost prequel series that they've mentioned, mm-hmm. and but they're not developing Wonder Woman three. The article does not say that Gal Gadot is no longer Wonder Woman. So what's Wonder Woman going to be? I hope for the next thirty years she just has cameos like she has had in The Flash and Shazam. <laughs> they just keep overusing the theme Dude, song. If she's in Blue Beetle, I will stand up and clap. I will stand up and clap. That would be so goddamn funny.
1: <sighs> But, but like, listen. It's it's giving very much, like, mice and men look at the flowers. Yeah. Like, a little bit. Because, like, here here's what fascinates me.
0: Yeah. We know that they've met. Mm-hmm. And we know that James Gunn has said that they've met with Gal Gadot. And according to Gal Gadot, she's not done. Mm-hmm. That leaves me with questions, Nicholas. Yes. Specifically, what the fuck is going on over there? Uh-huh. Two more trouble of what we've talked about extensively on the show of like why didn't you just do a clean reboot just start over Mm -hmm. completely fresh and three will they keep her have they just not told her yet or i saw on another podcast somebody mentioned uh is it just like chris Traeger breaking up with ann perkins where he's just so nice she didn't know (laughs) like you know is it something like that but but at the same time If you're going to keep, if you're going to do a half-assed reboot, which I'm going to call it that because that's what it is, Mm -hmm. and you're going to recast Henry Cavill, and you're going to recast Ben Affleck, you're going to keep Gal Gadot? You know, like, don't get me wrong. I like Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman a lot. I like him more than most people. And there is an argument to be said that when you see Henry Cavill walk down the street, you say, oh, there's Henry Cavill. When you see Ben Affleck, you say, oh, there's Ben Affleck. When you see Gal Gadot, you say, oh, there's Wonder Woman. I get that argument. I would.
1: I don't know. I'd counter that. I think I would look at Henry Cavill and say Superman.
0: Yeah, I would have said that before he was cast as Superman, though.
1: Yeah, but like, <laughs> I you know, said that guy looks like Ben Superman. Affleck. You're like, who's that disheveled man smoking a cigarette with Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> no, <that's>,
0: yo, is <laughs> that the guy from Armageddon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I just want answers, and the thing is, we're not yeah. going to get them until Aquaman two has its opening weekend. <laughs> <laughs> dude you, you know you know what would be yeah. fucking hilarious hmm. blue beetle's gonna do i think maybe slightly better than the flash that's my guess okay i hope it does well i hope every movie does well mm-hmm. i hope aquaman opens to like 200 million dollars and just <laughs> fucking makes over a billion blows it out of the water mm-hmm. pun intended and then they have to be like well fuck are we gonna <laughs> are we about to announce that he's done as aquaman like what are we gonna do shit yeah yeah, I don't... Just, again, this all comes down to just reboot the universe.
1: Because they're doing the half-reboot thing. Like, they explain at the end of Flash that some things are the same. Yeah. That's why you get, like, Jason Momoa in the end credits scene. Yeah. But he's a but more dude, but, drunken... But, but there's
0: Aquaman. no way that that's the universe that that they're living in.
1: No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But they're establishing in this wide multiverse that Ye- there is yes. overlap. yes, yes. So them saying you know, Gal Gadot could be Wonder Woman, but it would be a different Wonder Woman. I think yeah. just doing all these Elseworlds movies, like if they do another Gal Gadot Wonder Woman movie and it being Wonder Woman 3, yeah. I feel like it's too much. I agree. Them doing another Wonder Woman movie with Gal Gadot that they very clearly establish in their universe is different. But they're not putting that out and saying what their plan is. Leaving to all the speculation now, which might be to the benefit because we're talking about it. Mm -hmm. And it's free publicity of the speculation of it. That being said, do I like Wonder Woman 1? Yes. Do I like Wonder Woman 2? No. No. Yeah. Do I think Gal Gadot is fine as the character? Yes. Do I think she's a good actress? No. I think I would just prefer, and especially at this point, she shows up in the last few movies for a minute. They blared the theme, which I still love the theme, but it's it's like a jump scare now because you're like, yep, here we go. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she's gone and you're like, okay, that did nothing for me in this. Yeah. And I think the only one that used it well was the Flash. Yeah. I think her cameo Shazam was like the most random thing they could have done. I agree. Yes. Um, And Flash was at least a little better, but it still was like, Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah you know i think i would just like to see them get a different actress you know well
0: my my here's my thought process yeah if if someone was in charge like if we were in charge of relaunching dc Mm -hmm. the first thing you want to establish is who your new trinity is yeah of superman batman wonder woman and if one of them is the same it's weird it's weird it it just creates issues it -hmm. doesn't create solutions to me and it's just like, what? what's the reasoning? You I know, know that
1: there is the superhero audience, movie-going audience, that loves the superhero movies. They are knowledgeable on all the behind-the-scenes stuff, like you and I are. So we see it, and we go, okay, yes, it's Gal Gadot playing a different version of Wonder Woman, but it's the same actress playing her. Yeah. The general movie audience that goes, oh, there's a new like Superman movie. I'm going to yeah. go see that. Mm-hmm. And then they go, wait, that's not the one from the last one I saw, but that's the same actress. What's happening here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just creates unnecessary confusion, in my opinion. Yeah.
0: It can make even people think that Superman was just
1: recast. mm -hmm. And it's the same, you know. And this is a big deal, them James Gunn taking over as DC Studios, especially Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, comic book movies. And, you know, you have this guy who was on this this TV show, Hollywood, got a little bit of a bump in a hit movie, Pearl. Mm -hmm. And now he is Superman. Yeah. Like, what a great, nice, like... It's a great story. A career bump, right? And I think that the healthy mix of that versus also mixing in bigger stars, I think is good. But for your Trinity, why not give that opportunity to like, try to raise up three up and comers and be like, yes, look at this because Marvel has always in the past done so well about finding these people, Mm -hmm. especially directors for a bit there, but most likely with their actors too, like Tom Holland as Spider-Man, he is synonymous with the character now, right? Chris Pratt did, um, and wreck, really. And then he got in superhero shape, and he's like, that's my Star-Lord. And yeah. then now he is probably the highest paid actor currently. One of them. One of them. Yeah. You know, it's such a, like, not a Cinderella story or an underdog story, but it is nice to see these bumps for these talented people that are getting it. So why not just have that opportunity with your Trinity?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I have a theory with what's going on with this DC stuff. Because we know that Warner Brothers loves to play very weird PR games. and i think one of them might be this let's take you back to when ben affleck um quit the batman role Mm -hmm. originally how the pr played it out was he stepped down as the director step one he quit as the actor then too Mm -hmm. but their pr game that they played was he's stepping down as a director step two matt reeves is the new director Mm -hmm. they have ben affleck tweet you can go find it on his twitter Welcome to the Batcave, Matt Reeves. And he has like a still of him as Batman. Yeah. At Comic-Con, he says he would be an ape on the ground for Matt Reeves. And he's excited for his take and to be Batman for him. Oh, wow. The whole time, he's not playing Batman. No. And he knows it. Then you get the announcement, Ben Affleck is no longer playing Batman. And that this new Batman movie is in a new universe. Because for whatever reason, Warner Brothers decided... Over the course of several months... It's probably because they had a Justice League movie coming out. Mm -hmm. Over the course of several months, we need to slowly reveal that. Instead of just coming out saying, Hey, we've shifted gears. This Batman movie is going to be its own thing. Yeah. Right? I think, maybe, not think, I hope, that it's always supposed to have been a clean reboot. Mm -hmm. Like a new reboot. But they had four movies coming out this year. So they pitched it as, hey... We need you to tell people that this is adjacently connected to the current universe through this year so that we can then come out and say, oh, it's the same, but it's different. Yeah. But in reality, I'm hoping after Aquaman 2 comes Mm -hmm. out, we're going to find out there is no Waller show. There is none of the stuff that's going to be connected to the previous universe, except maybe Weasel. And then that's (laughs) and then that's it. Like, it's a new, clean reboot. That's what I want to happen so badly because then other comments that James Gunn has made makes more sense mm-hmm. like the air cut being released if you're because David Ayer recently said that he'd spoken to James Gunn and James Gunn said it would happen one day just not now because he has to launch his universe yeah that makes sense if the universe you're launching is not connected to that universe and then you can put it behind you and then later on be like by the way here's a little thing from that world yeah enjoy if you're adjacently connected to that world and you do that, it's just gonna create a mess, Mm -hmm. right? So i
1: Yeah, Because look at all the canon stuff that happened after Zack Snyder's Justice League came out versus the theatrical Justice
0: League. Yes, and I'm hoping that- this is all just a PR game mm-hmm. of like, oh, it's, it's kind of connected. I hope it's not
1: connected fucking at all. That being said, I'd be kind of sad if Waller and Peacemaker 2 didn't have it. Same. I would love more Peacemaker to <laughs> but have But I understand doing the full reboot. Yeah. But now, now, do
0: I think this is what's going on? No. I yeah. hope that they're just doing their PR games again. Why play the game? Just tell us. <laughs>
1: you know? I feel like it was almost like uh, all that stuff happened with Batman. And Ben I was like, well, you still need to pay me. <laughs> and they go, okay, how about a million dollars, you do a tweet and you show up to Comic-Con? And they he was like, okay, all, right. All, right. Yeah. all right, that's fine. <laughs> I don't know. I Like I said, I think that you can have a healthy mix of bringing new and known actors and actresses. I did see a fan cast for Wonder Woman that I really did like, uh, May Kalamawi from Moon Knight. From Moon Knight, oh, yeah. okay. fuck no if they're going to do anything with Scarlet Scarab.
0: Yeah, right. Probably not. But
1: I'd like to be a great Wonder Woman.
0: Yeah, no, I think so too. I mean I think there's plenty of people who make a great yeah. Wonder Woman. But but yeah. So the story is developing. We'll see what ends up happening. Yeah. We'll g I assume we'll get a bunch of answers by like January <laughs> of what's going on. But
1: once once like Aquaman and stuff all come out. Yeah.
0: We'll we'll have to see. Well Aquaman got delayed, didn't it? Not yet.
1: Oh not yet. I say just get it out there. <laughs> if if you're doing a clean reboot, just Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. Just get it all out there and whatever happens, happens and then if it bombs and tanks and is awful, then just do your PR. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, no, this is all brand new. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> fuck those guys. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Said, I do like Jason Momoa. Me as well. He's definitely going to be Lobo now. <laughs> 100% going to be Lobo. Yes, yes. Uh, with that down, we're going to move on to the B-roll section of our show. The B-roll is just where we can talk about more stories but we didn't have time to really dive into them as main topics, but still wanted to bring you what's going
1: on. Um, what's our first B-roll story, Nicholas? Our first B-roll story comes to us from The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, Talk to Me, which is becoming quite the little uh, hit yes, there, yes. Uh, officially has a sequel in the works from A24 with Danny and Michael Filippo? Filippo. Filippo set to return.
0: Fuck yeah, dude. Okay, listen. So, quick backstory, everybody. Nick has not seen the movie yet. I have not. By the time this episode airs, he will have seen it because I'm going to go see it a second time with him tomorrow, which is Monday. You're watching this Tuesday. So, but, however... That's how time works. Yes, however, I've seen it already. I love it. I think it's a great film. I think Mm -hmm. it's a great movie. All of our friends watched it, did not love it. (laughs) Did not love it, which, hey, they all left great reviews. They all explained why they didn't like it, and it totally makes sense. I completely understand. I, however, love it, so I'm going to go see it again, make sure I wasn't smoking crack. However, (laughs) however, this news excites me greatly. Uh One, because... I'm happy for them, the directors. They deserve success. Two, It's. I hope they call it Talk To Me. What a <laughs> missed opportunity if they don't. <laughs> Three, um, A24 is actually going to make this film.
1: Because mm-hmm. they just bought the distribution. They just bought.
0: It was independently made, and they yeah. bought it at Sundance, through the first film. So we might get some fun shenanigans going on so
1: i know it was made the first one was made for i think 4.5 million yeah what do you think they'd bump them up to for a sequel not crazy tens mm-hmm.
0: 10 max Ten i think max. i think is the max mm-hmm. yeah
1: i think i think i could see to make it for like seven okay interesting yeah I'm, I'm excited to watch it especially given the divisiveness of it yes if you hate it i don't know what i'm gonna do with myself <laughs> but uh but yes i'm excited about that What what's up next our next story also comes to us from the hollywood reporter um, the WGA has met again with the AMPTP. They have decided to attempt to resume negotiations. That being said, there's a media blackout, so we don't know what's going on.
0: Yes, so negotiations have officially begun. We reported last time on the show that they tried to renegotiate and it didn't go very well. No. Um, it has officially restarted with the WGA. Who knows how long it's going to go. And we assume there's a media blackout because they released a statement saying, Hey, we're talking again. <laughs>
1: That's See ya. It. Yeah, yeah, so
0: it's, it's, we assume that that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, look, it started. It started. We, we don't know how long it's going to take. Hopefully it gets resolved quickly, because then you can resolve the actor strike quickly and move on from there. But uh, they have said that they're going to respect picket lines, so the writers won't go back to work until the actors do.
1: But we have officially passed the 2008 one. Yes, it's the longest writers' strike it ever. It's the longest writers' strike ever now. Yes,
0: and hopefully it gets resolved quickly. And like you know, we've said since they've started, we're going to keep you updated whenever we hear something. And this
1: is the most recent update for you. Yes, and as always, to follow the updates in the description, we have links to the WGA website, the link to the SAG-AFTRA website, as well as a link to the Entertainment Creative Fund, where if you feel motivated to donate, you can do so there. Yes, yes, absolutely. And with all
0: of that of down, wow. That didn't sound like English at all, did it? (laughs) Not at all. With that down, we're going to move on to my favorite section of the show, which of course is the box office.
1: The box office. Yes. Hit me with those predictions, Nicholas. All right. Dalton, you had Barbie Oppenheimer, Last Voyage of the Demeter, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, and Meg 2, The Trench. Mm -hmm. I had Barbie Oppenheimer, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Last Voyage of the Demeter, Meg 2. You were this close. Was I? Let me guess. Meg Toon Voyage? (laughs) Yeah,
0: This close. So um, these are Sunday estimates, by the way. Uh, This is the top five box office for you. Barbie came in number one, making another $33.7 million, only dropping 36% from week three to week four. 33.7? Yes. Okay. Oppenheimer made another $18.8 million, dropping 35% from week three to week four. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming in third, only dropping 44% from week one to week two. Hell yeah. Hell of a drop, made $15.7 million. Good movie. It was a good movie. Meg 2, The Trench, came in fourth place, dropping 58%, which is around average, uh, and made $12.7 million. Coming in fifth, Last Voyage of the Demeter, making $6.5 million in its opening weekend. How much, I'm sorry? 6.5. 6.5. 6.5 and uh, with that down let's dive into some of the movies a little bit yes. and as well as goes past the top five to take a look at some things here also before you do that what a top
1: five yeah very all very uniquely different movies correct. i mean except for i guess make a voyage would be creature yeah. movies but still like ocean movies what a fun what a fun top five that is yes
0: it's a great top five um four out of five of
1: the movies are good
0: yes correct uh, let's dive into this. Uh, Barbie. Mm-hmm. Now we knew it crossed a billion last week, but uh, looking at the updated numbers here, has made a 1.1 on its way to passing up Mario, which is at
1: 1.3. Yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna do it. I mean, I think so too. If it does a 50% drop, it's still making another 15 next week. Yep, and it has now made 11 times its budget. By the way,
0: that's sh- money in the bank. Sh- money in the bank, indeed. Oppenheimer also a hell of a, su- a success story. Mm-hmm. Passing $600 million worldwide, a three-hour R-rated drama, has made $600 million, made, about six, made, made about six times its budget. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles M- Mutant Mayhem mm-hmm. has made $81 million worldwide on a budget of 70 so it's at $1.2. It has a little bit while to go, but with that strong drop that it had, I think that's possible it's going to make some profit for the studio there.
1: Yeah, but it's not a... Didn't open Tube big. No. It's a it's a it's a good drop.
0: No, but, but a cinema score and this forty four drop is a good word
1: of mouth. Yeah, counter programming too. Yeah. So yeah. Not, I think it's the only kids' movie out right now.
0: Yeah. Uh Mega 2 the Trench has now made $160 million worldwide, only fifty four of that being domestic. <laughs> <laughs> On a production budget of one twenty nine, so it's at one point two also. We'll have mm-hmm. to see where it goes from there. Um let's see here. Last voyage of the Demeter. Uh, hasn't opened worldwide yet, so just domestically is at 6.5 on a budget of 45, which is a low budget, but this 6 million is low. Yeah. It's made 0.1 times its budget so far. It's got a while to go.
1: I don't know if it'll hit that.
0: No, but I could see this being a hit on streaming and yeah. being a hit on, like, video
1: on demand. I mean, it see if it does worldwide. Creature if features, it opens worldwide, yeah. Creature features do well over there. Yeah, I don't
0: know the international release details, but yeah. hopefully we find those out soon. Uh, Haunted Mansion <laughs> continues to <laughs> not do well. It uh, is only at a 39% drop from week two to week three, but that drop only being another five more million dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, worldwide has 70 million on a budget of 158. So unless it makes $5 million till the end of time, uh, I don't think it's going to continue doing great. Uh, coming in seventh was Talk To Me, only dropping 19% from week two to week three. Good for them. And it has now made $34 million worldwide on a budget of 4.5. a A, I think you get to 50. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. good. That's pretty good. I think A24's highest grossing movie was uh, Everything Everywhere with 100-something million. I don't think it's going to get there, Mm -hmm. but it could get to 50, I think. Uh, Sound of Freedom came in eighth, making another $4 million. Now, domestic total is now at 172. I mean, shmoney. Insane. Yep. And uh, I want a whole case study on Sound of Freedom. Yes, we'll get it. Um, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One came in ninth, making another four point six million dollars. It now is at four ninety nine worldwide. It'll pass five hundred by tomorrow. And what uh, that yeah, two hundred ninety five million. Ew. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. do oh, you want to tell the uh, the the rumored projections you heard about Oppenheimer? Or is that yes, I like
0: I've a, heard what? from like industry people that it's looking like at the end of Oppenheimer's theatrical run, it'll make about 800 to $900 million. That's
1: insane for a three-hour bio. That is
0: absolutely nuts. It is crazy. Absolutely wild. And uh, with that down, do you want to do your predictions for next week?
1: Yeah, let's do it. I'm going first. You are. Yes, that's right. You are <laughs> going to go first. All right. What comes out? Blue Beetle? Yep.
0: Let me see if anything else comes out. Let's see.
1: Barbie had 33.7. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Blue Beetle. Okay. Blue Beetle. I'm going to go Blue Beetle. I'm going to go Barbie. Strays opens too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's rated R though.
1: This is nutty, but I'm going to go for it. Fuck it. All right. Blue Beetle, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Strays, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: Oh. Mine's going to be slightly different than yours. Go ahead. I'm going to go Blue Beetle, okay? Barbie, Oppenheimer, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Did you do Strays and Voyage?
1: No, I did Blue Beetle, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Strays, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, I'm going to
0: go Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Strays.
1: That's 5. Strays. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Beetle, Barbie, Oppenheimer, teenage yeah. meet. so you, we're just flipping. Yeah, the last two flipping. Teenage and Strays. Yeah.
0: Oh boy, because I think if t- if Teenage drops another forty, that's yeah. like nine. I don't know. I don't know. I think Strays is going to open around five. Mm-hmm.
1: We'll see. We'll have to see. Leave your predictions down in the comments yes, below, though. Please do, yes. and make fun of us for being wrong. Oh absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Yes. And uh, with that, done, I believe that's all we had for today's show uh yeah as always uh links to all of our social medias can be found in the description below as along with a link to our out of theater reaction to last voyage of the Demeter, and i'll also post a link to uh the out of last voyage of the demeter movie review if you have not checked that out already
0: yes and uh we will see you on the next show we have a lot of more movies to do a lot of things to catch up on things to see and hopefully on the next show nick will talk about what he thought of talk to me oh yeah so thank you guys very much and we'll see you next time